Personal Finance with Warren Ingram. Right, time for personal finance now with Warren Ingram. Uh, he's the personal financial advisor and executive director at Galileo Capital. Tonight we talk about playing the long game, setting up an investment strategy that will help you grow your investments without falling for quick gain schemes that could have you gambling your investment portfolio. Uh, Warren joins us now. Welcome again, Warren, for the personal finance feature. How do we make sure that we start a strategy uh, for our share a portfolio I think it's um it's so tempting to to kind of chase the you know the bright shiny object that's coming across our our, our screens you know across our social media feeds you know l- listening to our friends and and you know on whatsapp groups etc when people start bragging about the you know the investment that they've just made has you know doubled in the last 3 days or 3 months um you know and and, and especially things that start to get a bit of attention in the media you know I think uh, you know the, the things that, that that are that are really doing well now that are brand new and and you know kind of new technology or especially new new fashions or new themes in the, in the investment world to, to me are always things that that you should kind of stop and and take stock of it and think about be, before you just jump in and follow because that's what everyone else is doing so so maybe the first the, the first piece of uh, of advice is stop and think you know stop and look and, and stop and, and and maybe do some homework i'm not saying avoid all new investments or avo- avoid all new themes or new technologies etc but just i think just be careful of of a of a fad or a fashion because i think we we saw that you know we've got some great examples of that in the last two two years you know when when the world went into hard lockdown all of a sudden we started to see these you know they call them the meme stocks and the, the robin hood shares that that in, in a, especially in the states just started to you know d- d- kind of grow right through the roof you know absolutely you know you, you saw kind of 100% or 200% returns in 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 periods of of days and weeks and, and all of a sudden you know you had these people going on social media and and challenging you know investment gurus like Warren Buffett and saying you know I'm I'm 18 years old and I know how the investment world works you're too old you don't know what you're doing um and I'm going to show you how this is done now gramps you know and 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 you know over and above the disrespect sh- shown to someone who's who's made billions for 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 people around the world um you, you know history shows us that, that those meme stocks absolutely imploded and and a lot of the kind of newfangled stuff that, that that was developed turned out to be absolute hot air and and hype and and you know funny to watch Warren Buffett's company Berkshire Hathaway delivering fantastic returns month after month when the world seems to be falling apart and that's that's so long game that's Warren isn't it uh, that's the long game you exactly, you're yeah. talking about but how does yeah. someone make sure you know that they match their personality to their share trading strategy. Uh, you know, you're talking about Warren Buffett, who's more cautious and who's willing to wait. And there's some people who have a bigger risk appetite and are willing to, you know, risk it now to gain now. So how do you make sure that you, 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 you match your strategy with your personality as a, as an investor? I, I, I think my, I, I know, I know people are going to say I'm, I'm old fashioned, but, but I think there, there is nothing that, that you can buy that's going to make you lots of money in a very short space of time no, no, nothing liable uh, if you want to you know if you want to be uh, you know be certain of making a lot of money in a short period of time you're going to need to um, either get extremely lucky which which means you know start start gambling and I, and, and I certainly don't want to gamble my money away because I think the odds are heavily stacked against me uh, or, or, or you're going to need to find yourself a life partner that's way way richer than you are and 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 get hitched 
uh, you know, beyond those two strategies, the, the only way that you can be sure of making money, um, you know, you know on, a, on a consistent and sustained basis is you have to take a long-term view. You have, to, you have to kind of throw that short-term thinking right out the window because the things that go up, in a, in a, in a, go up a lot in a short space of time almost always go down again. And, and I think that that's the thing we need to realize is we, we need to throw FOMO out the window. We, we can't get jealous of what's going on around us. Uh, when we see things that have just doubled, you know, I'm just thinking, I mean, I'm not knocking the crypto world, but if you just yeah. look at the crypto world, you know, when, when you see cryptos, you know, going up, doubling and doubling again, you know, and it's, it's easy to be tempted by those returns and to think, you know, I, I should just put some money in here just in case I, I, I miss out. Well, you know, $60,000 down to $20,000 is, is the right I'm really happy to miss out on. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm really happy that, you know, that some people have made money out of it and I'm not jealous at all because I'd much rather own you know, a, a good basket of shares, you know, either ones that I've chosen myself or just in an index or just a, you know, a, a, a share-based unit trust and let that compound itself month after month, year after year. And it will be rocky sometimes. I mean, we, we all know what the stock market's doing right now. Yeah. But, but watch the space. Watch what the stock market does over, over decades. It, it has been proven time and time again to be your very best place to get long-term real growth. In other words, growth that's way better than inflation. And you don't need to chase the, 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 the shiny new objects and you don't need to be an expert on cryptography or, or whatever it's going to be next week, whatever the new fashion is. You can ignore all of that stuff. So, so maybe that's my advice is t- take a long-term view. Don't be afraid to, to, to kind of sound boring because you buy baskets of shares or you know indexes because those are the things that really deliver growth over long periods of time. And, and Warren Buffett is, is a master at taking risk. He, he's, he's, he's the opposite of being conservative. He's a massive risk taker. He invests you know, um, tens of billions of dollars buying entire companies. But he, one thing he's got that, that, that a lot of us don't have, and I'll put myself in that category, he's got incredible patience uh, and, and the fortitude to ignore what's going on. And, and I think, you know, those are important things. And how do we focus on the patience of the, the, the dividends that we get paid? And how do we make sure that we have the patience to reinvest them? Because, of course, we could be tempted in saying, look, I've invested and I think it's time I have a bit of uh, some of my efforts. You know, how do we make sure that we have the patience to reinvest in order to, to get better uh, compound earnings uh, later on? I, I love that you're talking about dividends because it's the, it's the, it's the silent assassin of the, of the investment world. So, so just to understand the stock market, if you, if you look at the growth of the stock market over long periods of time, Half of that growth that you get from the stock market are, are the dividends that are generated by the, by the by the listed companies that you own, and those dividends need to be reinvested. So, so if you really want to make your your money make lots of money, babies, what you need to do is make sure that you are earning dividends and that you are reinvesting those dividends every single time you get them. And and by, I'm not saying that you you know you can't enjoy your money from time to time, you know, and, and enjoy the fruits of your of your labors and, and, and the fruits of the growth that you're generating. But just understand that rather let the dividends be reinvested and do it automatically, do it in a, in a really disciplined way. And then from time to time, you can draw some capital out, you know, to, 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 to fund whatever expense you want. Or, or, you know, I always say rather set aside a little bit of your, your monthly uh, income for, for fun, you know, for, for, for rewarding yourself for working hard and those kinds of things. But always make sure that you've paid yourself first. In other words, you know, you've put some money away and you've allowed your capital to keep growing. And, and the secret is time. You know, the secret is, is, is kind of not tracking your investments on a regular basis. Let those dividends be generated and be reinvested. And, and then, you know, look, look at your investments every six or 12 months. You know, don't track them every day because 
what happens on a day-to-day basis is absolute noise. You know, it's, it's certainly not a trend or a, or a direction or anything you can do with it. And then, you know, the, the one best tip I can give anybody is you're not going to find the next best investment on social media. Your, your friends on WhatsApp groups and, and, and whatever social media feed you've got, they're not the ones that are going to tell you where, where the investment, uh, investment returns are going to be made. That's going to come from proper research, proper thinking, listening to the money show, uh, and, and that's where you get the, the, the information. It's not, you know, some 19-year-old that left school uh, like six weeks ago and is now an investment guru, unfortunately. Yeah, well, listen to Warren Ingram on the money show, of course, but how do you, you know, avoid that panic and block the noise of the guys in the office kitchen telling you they've made 2,000 rand in two days? And, you know, how do you make sure you stick to your strategy? What are some of the signs that you look at even when some of the companies you've invested in are, are dropping in terms of shares? So, so I think there may be two parts to that. One will be if you've bought, uh, l- let's just say you've bought shares and you've, and you've bought, uh, you know, a, a good basket of or a good handful of, of high-quality businesses and they're down now, the, 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 the one thing you should do is try and understand why they've gone down. In other words, you know, has the whole stock market gone down and your companies have simply gone down alongside the market? Because if that's the case, then, you know, close your statement and don't worry about it. Ignore everyone that's, you know, talking around the kitchen at the office because what's happening is a normal market cycle. This is what's stock markets do they go up fast they go down fast but over time the 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 ups definitely outweigh the down so so then you can just forget about it uh, and and if you've got some spare cash try try and invest a bit more when the market's down because that's the great opportunity but if you've bought some newfangled thing that that a whole lot of other people have bought and it's now collapsed and and you don't know exactly why it's gone down and uh, you know and 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 certainly it's not down in relation to a broader market then perhaps you've bought a dud and and perhaps it's time to sell and forget about what everyone else is telling you know and and don't try and they, they talk about trade the dips you know don't try and trade this thing uh, and say well I'll I'll buy and again uh, you know when it falls a bit more and, and I'll I'm sure I'll make my money back because if you don't understand what you bought in the first place then then surely you won't understand why it will rise again and and that's something you need to just uh, avoid altogether. Um, so so I think it's it's about understanding why things have gone down and 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 then saying okay. I'm comfortable that if I own a whole basket of shares that yeah. include Microsoft and Amazon and those kinds of companies, you know, um, BMW and, 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 you know, Daimler Chrysler, all sorts of things that sell real stuff to real people, that, that things, that things that will be used for the next few years or decades. Well, you know, Microsoft will still be around next year. It doesn't yeah, matter that's that the share price is down. In fact, they'll probably make a lot of money. Well, that's Warren Ingram telling you to sit on your hands when you have an investment strategy and assess the market before selling any of your investments. And that's, of course, playing the long game. It's our personal finance feature with Warren Ingram. Don't gamble your investments. We'll pick up this conversation in a moment. The Money Show. Personal finance with Warren Ingram. Back with your personal finance uh, conversation with Warren Ingram. Of course, he's telling us not to gamble with our investments. Now, Warren, I once heard a horror story. Uh, one of my friends was moving uh, jobs and he, um, you know, withdrew some of his pension. And after withdrawing it, he thought he could invest it in cryptocurrencies. Now, of course, that money is gone. How do we make sure that we pick the right money from our budgets, from our livelihoods to make sure that we, 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 sh- we trade shares with them instead of, you know, getting money from riskier places like our pensions? Oh, I'm, I'm, it's that's such a devastating story that that gets repeated in our country so often. You know, I, I just wish 
we, 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 our government would ban, you know, the ability for people to withdraw all of their pensions. You know, it's just, it's such, such wealth destruction. So, so let's just talk it through. What, what happens there is you, you cash in your, let, let's say you've got a hundred thousand rand in your, in your company provident fund and you resign. So, so now you, you're going to pay tax on, on that withdrawal. It's going to be, so that whole amount gets added to your taxable income for the year. And so, you know, let's say you were paying 25% tax before, suddenly you're adding 100,000 rand to your taxable income. So you might end up in a tax rate in that year of 30 or, you know, 32% or something. So your 100,000 rand that you, that you were banking on is now worth only 70,000 rand. Then you take that 70,000 rand and you go ahead and put it in cryptos and it, you know, the 70 becomes two. Uh, and, and, uh, and that, that's a permanent loss of capital. That's, that's wealth destruction on a grand scale. That, that money will just never be recovered. So uh, I think, you know, lesson number one for me is unless you're, you know, you know you're kind of in a position and I'm, I'm trying not to exaggerate, but unless you're in the position where you, you, you know, you kind of can't eat or you don't have a place to live, you, you should try everything you possibly can to never cash in your, your, your retirement fund if you're changing jobs. And, and certainly please don't quit your job simply because you, you know, you want to access your, your retirement fund so you can invest in cryptocurrencies. That's just really, you know, real wealth destruction on a grand scale because the, the chances of getting another job are also not that great. So, and, and, and unfortunately that's not an exaggeration. That's what people do. And, and it's just really not a good idea. So the, the money that you invest in high growth assets, you know, and, and, and to me, that means, you know, buying shares uh, and, and the like. The, the, that's money that you should be investing on a monthly basis. It's money that you, you should be prepared, um, will, will be invested for at least five to 10 years where you don't need to access that money for, for some kind of an unforeseen emergency. So, so my first comment, I guess, is make sure you've got an emergency fund, uh, you, you know, that covers any, any unforeseen expenses in the next three to six months. And then, you know, invest the money that you can afford to leave for, for at least five years and, and ideally 10. I'm not saying it needs to be locked away in some kind of a fixed, uh, you know, contract or something, but don't plan to say, well, I'm going to invest the money now and I know I'll be able to, you know, get a lot more money in six months time. That, that might not be the case. You might be in the middle of a stock market crash in six months time and you need to leave the money there to ride out the, the, those big ro- rocky times. Uh, we often talk about a good basket uh, of shares, you know, in terms of your portfolio. But what's a good breakup in terms of diversifying? Which industries should you be looking at? Uh, which industries can you pair with the other to make sure that you know if one falls, this one is likely to be strong? Uh, I, I mean, I think the 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 first thing is look, look at the you know try, try and get exposure to as many different industries as possible as opposed to, to you know um, let, let's say one or two so so you know th- those in um, big sectors of the market you know wh- whether you go through kind of the pharmaceuticals you know that that, that make the, the the drugs that we all need and I'm, I'm talking about legal drugs of course uh, or, or you know you, you add then hospitals you add things that uh, you know companies that actually make things you know industrial businesses you add mining mining houses banks insurance companies that yeah. so try and get a big spread um, and, you know, e- either it's kind of one from each of those sectors or, you know, alternatively just buy an index that covers all of the market at once, uh, you know, because th- then, you know, you've got a, a proper spread of assets in, in, in that one investment. So, so it's, it's making sure that you've got a, you know, really good diversification. You know, don't, don't simply go and buy only tech shares, for example, because, yeah. you know, if we see what's happened to the tech sector, you know, all of the tech shares are down, you know, at the same time, the good ones and the bad ones.
And here's a question from one of our listeners. Uh, uh, they're saying, I'm not sure if this is the correct platform to ask this question. Definitely is with the money show. I am 53 and have just sold the family home post divorce. I've received the proceeds which went into my current account. I have moved the bulk of it, which is about 1 million rand, into a money market at Standard Bank. And the other 500,000 I've moved into a Quantum Plus account. Now, I have no pension, do not need to buy another house. So would like advice on, on whether I should be putting the money into a higher risk category and what is that or just put it into a fixed deposit or look at another financial uh, business that will give me at least 6% interest earnings after five years tax-free. So what would be your advice on that one? I know it's a very complicated one. There's a lot of, option, a lot of options there, but what would you advise? So, so let's go for the principles. I mean, I think the first thing is, you know, having a portion of your 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 money available in cash. You know, so, so putting money into money market account, I think, is a very smart thing to do. Uh, but make sure you don't have too much cash. So, so for me, the the ideal amount of cash for for people is somewhere around six months worth of their normal expenses. So, so if you're spending, you know, ten thousand rand a month, then make sure you've got sixty thousand rand a month, uh, sixty thousand, sorry, as a total in your money market accounts that you can call on at any time if something goes wrong. Uh, and, and to me, that's it, that, that's the ideal amount of cash. You know, so, some people might be really risk averse, and, and, and in which case, maybe go for twelve months worth of expenses. But 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 I don't think you should go for more than that. You know, th- then putting the rest of your money into something like a fixed deposit, you know, or an account that only gives you six percent interest after five years, even if it's tax free. I think you need to know, um, you, you know, about the the, the 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 slow poison called inflation, because. You know, inflation, you know, for the last few decades has been around about 6%. I know, you know, sometimes it's been lower and, and right now it's higher. But but when you're getting investments that are only giving you around 6%, what you need to realize is your money's not really beating inflation. It's probably actually going backwards. So what that means is in two or three years' time, the buying power of your money is actually worth less than what it was today. So so you need to have exposure at least with some of that money to to the stock market, which will give you that inflation protection. And, and, you know, to do something really simple, like buy a balanced unit trust, uh, you, you know, th- that has a good exposure to shares. It also has exposure to cash and to bonds and and to property companies, and, and it will have some international exposure as well. So so if you don't know what to do, you know, a, a good balanced fund is often the best idea for, for people who, who just want to do something decent and, and sensible w- w- with their money. But, but certainly I wouldn't be putting it into, into something that only generates interest because unfortunately interest, uh, you know, earns tax as well. So once you take tax and inflation off, off your interest, what you realize is five or 10 years time, you, your, your buying power is probably going to be half of what it is today. And, and, and that's really no good at all. And that's advice worth of fortune, of course, for our co- um, our caller there and a listener who put in a question and got some sound advice from Warren Ingram, personal financial advisor and executive director at Galileo Capital in tonight's personal finance, talking about not gambling your investments and going with the strategy that works.